Greetings and salutations and welcome to Recasted, the podcast that doesn't try to swindle you out of your gold. Ooh. We could if we would. We could if we would. <laughs> the year is coming to an end and we really say good riddance to it. It's not yeah. been the greatest. But rather than dwell on the past, we decided to break into nostalgia and look at some of our childhood favorite films <laughs> that don't belong to the House of Mouse. Oh, nice. Yes. We're back to the drawing board as we tackle a month of non-Disney animation films. My partner in crime is here as always, Hassa. Hello. Wait. Looking to get in on the action is Danielle. That means I'm Chell. Yes, it does. And I'm wishing I knew how to play a lute or guitar. Chris. <laughs> <laughs> so first on our schedule is the other animated film to use a whole bunch of Elton John music. Oh, yeah. And one we are searching to re make a remake coming up. Mess that up. Yeah, it's okay. Whatever. We are doing the film, The Road to El Dorado. Yeah. I like how you said, we're going to look back, we're not going to look back, and yet we're going to look at nostalgia. I'm like, those are the same things. <laughs> we don't want to dwell on the past. Yeah. We're going to, you know, <laughs> but we're going to dwell on the past. We're going to bask in the, nostalgia. The good past. Yeah. The stuff we like. Well, we're not going to dwell on the last two years. We're going to go yeah. like 40 years back. The last three years, I'd say. It's only 20 years. <laughs> this is, came out in 2000. Yeah. Yep. Uh, March 31st, 2000, actually. I've never seen this movie until this time. Yep. You, uh, same with you? No, I, I saw it on TV. So I always forget about that opening bit with the very, like, kind of, like, flash almost animation with all, like, the, the greenery coming up. That's uh, the very beginning. The credits. Of basically, the yep. opening credits. I always forget about that part because when I saw it on TV, I saw it right from when it's Tulio and Miguel hanging out. Mm hmm yeah rolling dice yeah seven because then i also go oh yeah elton john did all the songs for this mm -hmm. and it's good songs technically he's cre credited as the narrator oh yeah even though there isn't a narrator yeah he sings all but one song yeah yeah i guess the song that's the true sing. yeah yeah so chris yes. i remember seeing this a couple years back for the first time never saw this when i was a kid so there goes my whole opening end treat. Well, yeah, I guess I would have saw it as a teenager then, too. Yeah, I can remember seeing it once, but not really giving it much I was attention. 15 when this movie came out. Mm -hmm. So you guys would have been 13. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, I don't... I, like, I, I think God, as I, I got older... 15. <laughs> as I got older, I can appreciate this movie a little bit more. But <laughs> this movie came out more than half of my life ago. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> It's old. Oh, man, I'm old. We're all old. <laughs> aye, aye, aye. Well, Existential crisis. <laughs> I think... Don't dwell on the past. The fact that nostalgia. it is... Like, like you're saying, because it, it's not a Disney movie, um, it is a bit more raunchy and a little bit more Dream adult. Movie. Yeah. Than Though, Disney is. They do have the prodigious butt that Pixar is known for. What? The butts. Pixar has big butts. Okay. And they cannot lie. And Shell has a big butt. Yep. Oh, well, she's supposed to be, like, super sexy. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> right. She is dressed completely different from everybody else in the I movie. Know. And she's wearing two pieces of cloth. Very loosely. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. So, she was definitely drawn for sex appeal. Yes. And she was definitely, um, you know, getting it on with Tulio and is very obvious. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. they did not hide that. No. No. <clears throat> it's Tulio. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, it's Kevin Klein. Yeah, it's Kevin Klein. Who wouldn't want to have sex with Kevin Klein? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank you, Hassa. <laughs> yes. So yeah, I I had never seen this. It was kind of, you know, when you're 15 and an idiot, you don't like going seeing cartoons in theaters. Mm -hmm. You'd rather go see other things, right? <laughs> like this was a year after the Matrix. Yeah. Oh yeah, I guess so. Never seen the Matrix in theaters, so yeah. We'll I saw that in the theaters. I saw it in theaters. So, yeah. Um, so, what'd you think then? Um, the only thing I liked about this movie was Kevin Klein and Kenneth Branagh. Well, I that think, is the best part of I the movie. I think they did a really good job playing off each other. Yes. And I don't know if it's in your fun facts or not, but they did record together, yes. which made it easier. Oh, did they really? Yeah. That's great. Um, they recorded together. It was in the tradition. Because typically when animated movies are recorded, it's single. Mm -hmm. But these two actually were in 
the dialogue or the uh, recording booth doing their dialogue together. Ooh, mm-hmm. that's cool. So yeah, let's get along pretty well. Well, they did. They were in Much Ado About Nothing together, which was his movie, Kenneth oh, Branagh's movie. Right. They were also in Wild Wild West. That's true, <laughs> but that was after this. Yeah. Wild Wild West. <laughs> um, so like so, I'm I'm assuming they at least liked working together. Yeah. Right. So. I don't know, this this movie for me it's better being older and watching it because I appreciate their dynamic more. Mm. I feel like it it this doesn't sound weird it climaxes and peaks multiple times. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And then it just fizzles out at the end. Yeah. Like you have this huge fight with the stone panther thing, which lasts way too. It was way too short. Way too short, and it wasn't like the end of it like yeah. that wasn't what it was and then it was the whole cortez thing showing up and then just walking off and you're like what the hell yeah i Why was, set this up i was it was really weird that they set up cortez of all people who doesn't who search is, for el dorado yeah but uh, who's also known for being merciless and yes like a really bad person like <laughs> yeah yeah like and they, they don't even use him no like he just walks away although he was voiced by <laughs> Winnie the Pooh. Yes, he yep, was voiced by yep. Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> <laughs> yep, or uh, Pete. Or Pete, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I know, like, this... I think the reason why I like this movie is because of um, those two. Because mm-hmm. they're so funny. But yeah, the story is about them. They want to get gold, right? But in the end, they only leave with Chell. Like, they don't leave mm. with gold or anything. And they leave this wonderful place. So it's mm-hmm. kind of like, what was the point of this story? But... And... The only thing I could think of is like it had the message yeah, but or they the message. love. Yes, the message they were trying to give you is like there's more to life than you know money and gold and all this. It's friendship. There's. I think that's what it was. Or sexy, just sexy women. It. I was gonna say something very rude. And what? I'm not just gonna say it. Say it, it. Nope. now. No, I am not gonna say it. Scantily clad women. This is a fan. This is a family program. No, it's not. <laughs> really, it's a family program. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, but no, I didn't. It, the the story was weird. I also hate the whole myth of El Dorado. I think it's stupid. Um, I just gold is a terrible building medium. Oh, it is. No one would make a, soft, a city out of well, gold. Well, if you look this, look at the city, it's just etched into some of the yeah, buildings. I know, it's not but actually made out of gold. I know. Though I though I do love the part where they they start tossing all the gold into the <laughs> into the whirlpool yeah. in the middle of their city. Uh, what 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 was that called? For some reason, yeah. it's like offering Shabulba. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was called Shabulba. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It was so funny because <laughs> that Shabulba Sub- is their yeah, afterlife. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. but that was so funny. I'm pointing I'm pointing up yeah. in real life because yeah. it's actually a star cluster. <laughs> okay. <laughs> good good job. Yeah. Well, it's a nebula. Yeah. Um, it's a nebula around a dying star, which mm. I actually think is cool That's... that they picked a dying star as their afterlife. Mm. That's cool. And they would have n- have no idea that it was a dying star. So. Okay. I'm going to talk about one thing that just bugs the shit out of me in this movie. Okay. Why does everybody speak English? <laughs> Why does everybody understand each other? Well, that was a thing with recasting this because they're supposed to be Colombians, right? So yes. I didn't really care about that so so much, hmm. and I didn't really I, care about. They're supposed to be Spaniards. Mm-hmm. None of them have a Spanish accent. No. So, I know, but like Spanish coming to El Dorado. Yeah. yeah. Like, okay, but like, but they, they wouldn't be speaking but, the same. But they, but they kind of pause when it happens because they get they get there, mm-hmm. and like, no one's saying anything, and then they start speaking English, and they're like. And then just keep going. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's just this weird, like, there we go. Yep, yeah, we all yeah. understand each other. Okay, <laughs> let's continue. Yeah, it was a little weird, but yeah. Well, the place doesn't actually exist, right? It's just it's the mythological El Dorado. Yeah. 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 Okay. Hey, drink your Slurpee. Um. <laughs> Okay. Oh, I think she wants the lid off. Sorry, we're having Slurpee discussions now. Slurpees are very important. I know. Okay. <laughs> Chris Everybody has one. Hassa there. has one. Everyone out there should have a Slurpee while you're listening to us. Freya has one. I would have had one, but I drank a full pot of coffee, so. Did you, did you refer to 
<laughs> never get to El Dorado that way. <laughs> no, yeah, no kidding. So. No, the way to get to El Dorado is apparently, you know. Follow a map. No, it's to get, what end up on a small little boat with a horse. Oh God, I hated that part of the movie. <laughs> and then Jaws comes out and eats but, the seagull. But yeah. like, okay, so many different things wrong with that. One, if you are transporting a horse by boat, you do not leave them on the deck. No, <laughs> that's stupid. Yep. <laughs> Two, why did the horse like them? Because it gave him an apple. One apple? Yep. I think that because was Cortez just... Cortez was being mean to him. But, like... I think that was, was the one part of the movie where they're, like, maybe they were making it too adult, and they're like, wait, we have to make this for children still. Yeah. This will be really funny. We need a horse companion. Yep. Like, I don't hey. mind having the horse and, and, like, having it be friendly and all that stuff, but, like, then show Miguel, like, the one taking care of it. Hmm? Like, he brushes it every day because he's a... Nice still away on the boat, and so they put him to work. Like, I always hated that. Oh, oh, yeah, we'll just put you in the brig. They're not going to do that. That's a mouth to feed. They're going to put you to work, or they're going to push you overboard. That's it. Probably just push them overboard. Right, but, you know, that's what they do. They, mm-hmm. They're not just going to... Put them in the brig. Yeah, it's such a... And, sorry. It bothers me. In the brig. Yeah. Okay. Um... We talk about uh, how we should fix this. Or, or do oh, Christmas fun, fun facts. facts. Fun facts. Fun facts. Fun facts. Fun facts. Okay. I'm probably going to butcher the character's name. Tetzel Khan? Yeah. Tetzel Khan's. So a sacred book contains a picture of a man fishing from the moon. A take on the DreamWorks logo. Ah. Ah. And he's flipping through. Mm. Speaking of him, I had no idea there was supernatural anything in this movie. Oh, no. None of the trailers showed that. No. Yeah. It always just shows them yeah. kind of walking through the jungle. Um, so the name of the Spanish general in the movie is, of course, Cortez. But in real life, the man who tried to find El Dorado was Gonzalo Pizarro. Because mm. Cortez was trying to find the Fountain of Youth. Was oh. he not? No, that was Ponce de Leon. Oh. Mm. Cortez, Cortez was a just a really bad person person like he would come yeah. over and kill a bunch of them steal their stuff and take it back home oh. like look at Cor- all the stuff we rescued cortez like <laughs> the legend of like cortez's gold and all that stuff that's what yeah. the pirates of the caribbean had that's yes. that chest in black pearl was cortez's gold cursed gold it was cursed by the aztecs yeah because he took it from the aztecs yeah. hmm. uh compared to everybody else in the animated film tetzel khan has his teeth individually carved out instead of white lines this was intended to make him appear more lifelike thus more intimidating he did look a little weird. He yeah. did look very weird. Uh, we were talking about the horse. The name of the horse, Altivo, is generally interpreted as proud or haughty in modern Spanish. However, in the more traditional use in the older Spanish, it means high or elevated, possibly a reference to the hero's elevated state to supposed godhood. Altivo. And it was voiced by Frank Welker. Good job. <laughs> you voiced a horse. He voices a lot of animals. animals yeah. <laughs> Uh, and then we already talked about it, but yes, um, typically in animated movies, they uh, record their parts alone, but Kevin Klein and Kenneth Branagh, 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 why can I never say his name? Branagh. Branagh. Recorded their dialogue together. This was similar to Disney's Aladdin when Jonathan Freeman recorded many of his scenes with Gilbert Godfrey. Hmm. Of all the things Frank, Frank Welker has done in his life, <laughs> what do you think the four movies he's known for are? On IMDb. Transformers. Yes. Transformers, Dark of the Moon, Age of Extinction, and The Last Night, as well as Mortal Kombat, where he was Shao Kahn and Reptile. Oh, he was Shao Kahn at the end. <laughs> We've been listening to the Dragon Song lately. <laughs> That's what she calls it. But, like, this guy has been, like, this guy is Fred on Scooby-Doo. Yeah. Like. We've talked about him before. Yeah. He's, like, always yeah. been proud, hasn't he? He's, yeah, he? he's super old now, yeah. isn't he? Yeah. Well, he was born in 46. Yeah, he's old. Well, he's just a, a voice actor, but yeah. Transformers was probably the biggest. I know. It was just weird. But like, all the things he's done. Like, one of the original cartoon Transformers? I believe so. Probably. Because all of those were just the back. movies. Yeah, just bring him back. Because wasn't he... Let's see. Uh, duh, 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 duh. Yeah, he's been Fred Jones since 1969. Wow. wow. 
Yeah. Like, who should we get to play Fred? Well, Frank's around. Yeah. <laughs> Frank's around. Uh, oh, I don't yes. know when those those cartoons came out. The 80s, maybe? Yeah. Well, yeah Transformers was in the 80s. Yeah. yeah. Had the super awesome heavy metal mix. He was in Plastic Man. Because technically he was in Transformers just before our time. Technically. Yeah, because we're 90s kids. Okay. Well, right. You, well, you well, guys keep talking. I'll look this up. All right. We're looking up the horse. Yeah, that's How are you going to change this movie? Okay. I would like to make mine more adult. Okay. What? It's like 20 years old. And it's going to be live action, so... I'm making mine live action as well. And I'm not going to have... Too. So no horse companion. <gasps> I know, right? Um, my my two, Leo and Miguel, are going to be... They don't... Like, they're not going to be Spaniards. They're just going to be two friends who explore the world trying to get, you know, gold or money. They're trying to get rich because they're, they're mm-hmm. con people. They're con. They're swindlers. Con, yeah. You know, like that whole sword fight, which is amazing. You know, it was just, it was a trick. I love the fight that the fact that they also fighting with each other to trick them. Yes. You know, they look like they're going to beat each other up, but they don't. Cass is laughing about Okay, what, about what else Frank has Wallers? he been on? So he was. I see My Little Pony on there. He, he was in Gremlins. He was Stripe. Mm-hmm. So probably a bunch of sounds. Yeah, but on My Little Pony, he was Grundle. Which one's Grundle? I don't know, but Grundle. And Bush Wooly, <laughs> number three. Yeah, I don't see him on. Uh, what were you saying? Transformers anywhere in here? But mm. I'm only in '84, so yeah, this guy does too many things. Yeah, whatever. He's a voice actor who <laughs> needs, you know, we need extra. But he's also a voice actor who is really good at noises. Mm-hmm. Hence being a horse. Yeah. Right. So. And it, you know, it sounds so silly, but you still need someone to voice animal sounds, especially oh, yeah. if they're supposed to be somewhat in a talking format. Someone's got to do it. Yeah. You can't just have a horse on the recording studio. Okay, yeah. we need that neigh, but we need it a little more like questioning neigh. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh, he was horse. in Transformers the movie as Megatron, Soundwave, and Rumble. That's what I thought. So, yeah. Anyway. So live action. Yeah. Or adult. Or it doesn't need to be like rated R or anything, but they could definitely go way more raunchy, way more, way more funny. Make it for the, you know, people who are the age now, mm-hmm. who saw it when they're younger, because they're, even if they saw it when they're really little, they're adults. Yeah. Yeah. That it? And, yeah. And, yeah, no, no, like, fixation on them being because they're supposed to be Colombians no fixation on that I guess because it was hard it was kind of hard recasting this in a way right because technically it just when I was looking up they're just supposed to be an indigenous people so that could be very very vague and then El Dorado is somewhere apparently in Colombia but it doesn't when you google it that's kind of where the legend we don't know if it where it actually is it's like it's it's like the city of Atlantis right like we don't yeah Except well, this one was, was just I know. lost and not, I know. not sunk into the ocean. Yeah. 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 So, another good movie. Yeah, yeah, you like that one, don't you? I like oh, The Search for Atlantis. I've only yeah. ever seen it once. You should watch it. Speaking of Ooh. supporting characters who are super hot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but at least but in that one, the main character is way more skinny and nerdy than the main character in this. Yeah. Michael J. Fox's character in Atlantis is like the typical giant glasses, yeah. no muscle tone character. <laughs> yeah, but they don't yeah. also push the love story there until the second one. I don't actually There's remember the second one. I, I remember. Yeah, I don't remember it that I well. I remember the second one. I never saw the second one. Luckily, I've made it through most of my life never seeing any of the sequels to the proper, the, oh. the famous Disney movies, what? except for Aladdin. Oh, I was going to say, yeah, Return, I've seen those. Return of Jafar? That was great. No, it I wasn't. I didn't mind that one. It was terrible. Go back and watch it. It was not that it. bad. It is terrible. There's it's not w- even Robin Williams, so get out. I know, but there's worse. There's no, worse. it's terrible. There are worse movies. Yes. 100% there are worse movies. Mm-hmm. You not just many. mentioned several of them. Mm-hmm. Um... Is that it for your changes? Yes. Okay. I suggest you tend to baby. Um, Chris, do you want to talk about your changes or shall I talk about mine? 
You can talk about yours. Okay. Um, I, again, also want to do it live action. Yeah, can you, um, you want me to pause it? Yeah. Yeah, sure. Yeah. So we're, we'll be right back. Okay, we're back. Um, Hello. Who was gonna, were you going to do it or was I going to do it? You were going. You were okay. going. And then I stopped um, it. So like you, as I said, I'm going to be making it live action. Yeah. Um, I'm going to change the storyline a little bit, as I said. Um, the whole part with them escaping the boat and then rowing for oh, yeah. however many days is, I find mm. stupid. Like, just have them take them to the um, plantation to be slaves and then have them escape from there. Or yeah. just do, like, they, like Pirates of the Caribbean already talked about where they just maroon them on an island because that's where they think it's deserted or something just to get them off the ship so they don't yeah. have to feed them. Yeah. yeah. But, like... And I think the the horse. Like, if you want to put the horse in there, have it so that Miguel takes care of the horse for the whole move, the whole move, ride over there. And if that's you're why doing the horse live action, him, right? you are not mm-hmm. getting a horse for that movie. That, why why not? not? I don't know. It just seems some good horses out there. You ever okay. seen War Horse? Yeah, I think I did. <laughs> I've never seen Hidalgo. Hidalgo <laughs> um, was a great movie. Yes, it was. Is that the one with um, Vigo? Yes, I yeah. did see that one. The horse race in the yeah, yeah, I desert. saw that one. I could say the Sahara, but I don't think it's the Sahara. It might be. It's one of those big yes. deserts over there. Um, that's one of the things. But I also kind of want to. I want to change what El Dorado is, and where it is. Well, Not the, like part of the world culture-wise. I still want to have that Aztec Mayan. I don't actually know which one it is. My apologies. Um, kind of aesthetic to it, which is. Why mm-hmm. I picked the actors I picked for it, but make it like um, Shang Chi's Tao Lo, like it that should be cool. a mystical city. Yeah. They have animals that don't exist, but they don't acknowledge it. They just go with it. They just go with it, and it's super weird. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> well, um, also, how do you have this like massive city that you can't find? That's just behind a waterfall, mm-hmm. which also doesn't like. And then they can't get back to it. No, just climb the goddamn mountain. Yeah. And go over. You know where it is. It's in this valley. <laughs> that, that was part of my problem with the end because you have Cortez going, ah, he's just trying to trick us. We're going to go this way. You're like, okay, you ran into one random native who's telling you, hey, this is where it is. Yeah. And he's going to just take you to a wall and be like, ha ha, joke's on you. <laughs> like, it's just, and then he just walks away. Like, yeah. that's just, oh. but, but see, that's the thing, too. Um, to get around the language problem, you have it as a mystical city, and mm-hmm. they've been dealing with the Spanish or whoever it is, and that's why they know the language, mm. right? Or they just understand it. Or they just understand it. But I want Cortez to be working with Tuxlacan, or vice versa. Like, cause he wants he wants control of the city. Yeah. So right? they meet up, and they, well, you actually get a bigger fight at the end. The age of the jaguar. And yeah, he yeah. sees Cortez as like the destroyer guy. Yeah, but like he wants, like he sees everybody in the city except for him mm-hmm. as filthy, and he wants to take over the city and kill everybody, right? Which is what Cortez would have wanted to done, mm-hmm. right? So I don't know why they didn't write it into the story for them to have met earlier, but anyway, that's what I would want. And um, like your Miguel and Tulio. I'm changing mine to a roving couple of conmen as well. Yeah. And I made mine completely just English. Yeah, it um, just makes it easier because, like, they... I can't remember if Miguel's actually English or not. Um, yeah. I don't think he is. And, like, full-on English accents and everything. Like, I want them to stand out. Um, no. Yeah, because you would, you would definitely have to be traveling around the world. If you're conning people all the time, you would have to leave cities constantly. Yeah, and, like, also around that... Why would also... you want to go back to Spain, then? Also like around that, that era, like yeah. people worked for different countries, yeah. mm-hmm. right? Like, like you wouldn't just like. So my Cortez is also English, just because yeah. I'm just making that mm. an English troop of people working for the Spaniards. Because a lot of people worked for the Queen of Spain. She was huge in exploring the world. Like Columbus mm-hmm. worked for her. Like, mm-hmm. you know that trash heap of a person. Yes. <laughs> All these people were terrible people. Oh yeah. <laughs> The 16th, 17th, 18th century. You're all just terrible. Yeah, you guys suck. Um, so yeah, I've, I've, and I even like you'll even like fly under, fly under a British flag. I don't care, but like 
and I also kind of want the story to more revolve around Shell helping out the city and using the two of them. Yeah. Because I think one of the reasons why a movie like this doesn't do well is because it's white savior syndrome. Mm. Right? Where it's the white people coming in and helping the well, they just indigenous. Thought, they just thought they were gods. Exactly. But like I, I can see mm. I want Shell to use that to help her people. Yeah. Not that she wants to leave. Mm. Right? She just happens to fall for one of them. Yeah. And when they try it they have to leave to save the city, she goes with them. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, she knows that Tuxel Khan is a bad person because she also works... She seemed to also work in the... Temple. Temple. Yeah. Right? So she knows he's a bad person, mm -hmm. wants to help. Because, like, who is she? She's just Shell. But, like, is she the chief's daughter? I don't know. She is, just seems... She, she, she seems... ends up in an Aperture Science... Uh facility later in life yeah. and things just go bad from Lars. it kind of seems like she's, alive. she's not such a good person who just wants to get out of there like she's kind of like sketchy well, she's a con man like they are yeah but like is she just some random yeah. townsperson it just you know what well, it would be so. better if she is just someone who just wants to leave and explore as well because that would also make sense for the three of them to go off at the yeah. end right she yeah. wants to explore well I like, she's been there her whole life see that's that's how i would do it though is i'd make her more of the, like the mischievous person in town like the disruptor kind of like they are yeah and that's why she bonds with them because she's like oh hey you guys are kind of exactly like me mm -hmm. you know you're conning your your people well she can't really con her people but no people know she's mischievous and mm -hmm. she just wants to go out and see the world well mm -hmm. like which is what she's, they do. and she's introduced to us because she stole something from the temple and ran mm -hmm. ran was off. she going to sell it and then come back like what was the point of that no she was just trying to get away she's probably going to sell it to get money so she could travel but mm -hmm. that'd be a better way yeah. of writing it too yeah. though it just I... seemed weird to introduce her literally as a love interest yeah, that was kind of funny too, though, because Tulio's like, okay, let's not get distracted by her or anything. Yeah, it's just like he is the one who does. <laughs> she is distracting. Yes. Purposefully distracting. Yeah, they animate. No, no, not only really, the animation, but, yeah. but like she yeah. flirts with him and, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, throws oh, yeah. herself at him. That's what I mean by it being yeah. a little bit more adult. They yes. really go for it. Just, just get in there. But you know what I do kind of like about the movie? That's what he did. Because, like, I found it interesting that, I'm going to say it now, the Tetzel Khan or whatever. Tetzel Khan. Yes. I do find it interesting, like, he's just, he's so excited to have these gods and he just totally believes everything that they Until are. Until they start going against him and then he completely... Yeah, well, yeah. the thing is, because he, he had this vision. Right. He just had this vision, like, oh, gods are going to destroy and be destructive of everything. Mm -hmm. But then I really liked how the chief was like, oh, you're really nice and helping everyone. And then the chief kind of like, yeah, you guys aren't, you're not gods, but doesn't care. Doesn't yeah, care. I, I really liked that. But doesn't yeah. care. No, you want to stay, yeah. you want to hang out, you're helping people. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. Yeah, I really like that. Yeah, I like the, the fact that the chief was kind of like, when he realized that, I guess he, when not that he realized they weren't gods, but when he realized they weren't like destroyers and all this, they're he was just like they were nice. Okay, hey, yeah, you yeah. want to stay and stay and yeah, because the chief and I'm gonna say the Tetzel Khan. the bad yeah. guy, just say the didn't, bad guy. They just they didn't seem to get along, right? Because they had different visions on how if these gods ever came, mm -hmm. how mm -hmm. they should be. Yeah. Well, it's the thing. Like every religion that has multiple gods has good gods and bad gods. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. So obviously. Texel Khan wanted the bad gods to come and kill and, everybody. And like he was kind of me he was yeah, kind of messed up in the up. head if you yeah. think about it. <laughs> well, he also wanted like human sacrifices I know. and stuff like that. Like I know it's just like what is wrong with you? <laughs> Stop. But it was kind of like it's kind of like all the things that that you know the uneducated people know about that part of the world. Oh yeah, mm -hmm. they did human sacrifices and Carfield's hearts out and you know all that stuff like that's this like the bare minimum of research <laughs> for a group like this so mm -hmm. it was a little weird mm. anyway shall we get to the cast to the cast okay okay the cast. starting off our list oh did you notice this movie had three directors did it really so it had bebo okay bergenton or bergen sorry don paul 
and an uncredited Jeffrey Katzenberg. Did mm. they direct certain things in it? Like one well, was like animation director, one was like voice acting director, story director. I don't know. Um, it doesn't say that, but like, yeah, Jeffrey Katzenberg was uncredited, though you should know the name Jeffrey Katzenberg because he does. Sounds familiar. Yeah. He was like he oh, like produced Shrek and all that stuff. Like he is a big yeah. mm-hmm. uh, production guy. So. Mm. Anyway. Okay. Start with Cortez, played by Winnie the Pooh. Um, Jim Cummings. When I read that before, I, I saw it before I started the movie, and I'm like, I just can't take him serious now because it's like Winnie the Pooh. But he, he can do he does, he the does. scary deep voice. Yeah. Like, and then he could do the super cute, friendly voice. I just, I really. I really like him as a person, too. Yeah. So, he is known for Winnie the Pooh in Winnie the Pooh, mm-hmm. Winnie the Pooh and Christopher Robin, Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, well, he, Ray in The Princess and the Frog. Doesn't he? He doesn't just do Winnie the Pooh. Doesn't he also do, like, Tigger, Tigger. and... He also does Tigger. And I think he does Eeyore as well. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Mm-hmm. Um, Brad though, Garrett does Eeyore and okay, Christopher Robin. Okay, but I thought he does... And he then he plays Razul and Farouk in Aladdin. Huh. Which one's Razul? Which one's Farouk? <laughs> Are they I maybe think, the guards? Yeah, one of them's the guard. Oh, yeah. Yes, the, yes. Guard, the head guard is definitely him. Yes. And I think... Is that the thief at the beginning? Maybe. Yeah. Oh, but he also plays Pete. Oh, like, yes. he is Pete in everything that Disney yes. does. So... Disney owns him. Yeah. Well, that's what Disney does. If you're... You haven't passed away or done anything wrong, they'll... You just get to be that voice forever. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I actually think that's... Oh, by the way, Frank Wellers was also in Aladdin as well. Yeah. Oh. He was a I, I also think that's cool. Yeah. That they do that. Like, it's something they definitely don't have to do. Like, Cinderella could be any number of voice actresses in every single mm-hmm. production that they ever do. But yeah. it's always the one person. Yeah. Right? It's good, though. Yeah. Because it can be... It can be done. There can be other voice actors that can do someone else's yeah. voice, and it can definitely pass, but sometimes it just, it can't be done. Yeah. So, well, and like, you, you, you can tell, like, we've watched Bugs Bunny throughout our entire lives. Oh, his you voice can tell has definitely changed. That Bugs has changed throughout the years. But, uh, right? Mel Blanc, it's, uh. Billy West did a good buzz. Yes, Bugs, yes. Right? Yeah, he did a good one. Okay. Um,. Who wants to start? Um, I don't know. Chris is on his phone. Texting. I know, right? Uh, no, I was, look, I was looking up uh, who, who those two characters. So yes, Razul is the captain of the guard. Okay. Oh, okay, now we're into this. Uh, I can't you find who the other guy You know that. I know it's yeah. it's Aladdin your favorite is, Disney movie, is right? My favorite Disney movie. Yeah. Robin Williams kills it. I can go first if we want. Sure. Okay. Cortez, your big bad guy. <laughs> I just I felt this character was so underwhelming in the movie. I'm sorry. Like, to be fair, there are those. So there's two bad guys, but they're not they're not huge bad guys. No, no, because like again, like the whole point of the story is like is them pretending to be gods. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it's not really like that should technically be the focal point, but if you want to make this like an adventure type movie, then you kind of have to have a bad guy with so you know. There, there, Weird a, green powers. Sorry, you just said that, and there's something that bugged me about this movie. So when they're having their argument, and the volcano in the background's going off, and then they're like, "Stop!" and it just stops. Like, what the hell? How come that never comes up again? Like, they literally just stopped a volcano by yelling. <laughs> but, but the thing is, too, that's what like, tricks them. Even if that's not how it played out, the mm-hmm. fact that it got worse as they were getting mad yeah. would have been enough. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But then it just goes. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was for comic relief as yeah. you're no. laughing right yeah. now. It like <laughs> sucks itself back in. It's like, oh, sorry. I got, I got yelled at. <sighs> uh, anyway, so Cortez, I went with Javier Barden. Yeah. Yes. I wanted this. Uh... Wait, no. What did he. What did he play in Pirates? He didn't play Cortez. He played it another Spanish guy. Yeah, see? <laughs> she likes it. Um, Salazar? Yes. But he can play that like menacing. Color. Yeah, yes. <laughs> yeah. Funny. And he, that's what no I want. No country for old men. Yes. Like Anton Chigur is one of the scariest, scariest villains, and he like he barely says anything. Yeah. So that's what I want. He has the worst haircut yes. ever. 
But he's so menacing and he's so intimidating that I think that's what you want Cortez to be. Just like this. Yeah. Like you don't want to mess with him. Yeah. So that's who I chose. Sounds good. Do you want to go last? Sure. Okay. Well, it's kind of you're kind of the anime animated person. Yeah, I know. I guess you and Chris are both. Animated and I didn't person. hear any of that. Who'd you pick? Have y'all? Okay. Bardem. 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 I know that name. Yes, you do. No Country for Old Men. Yes, thank you. <laughs> That's what we were just talking about. Um, I know. Sorry, I was dealing with. Uh, yeah. Since our I'm, guest I'm star. making that part of my group English, mm-hmm. I went with an English actor who is the same type of thing, always kind of menacing. Um, but I picked Mark Strong. Okay. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Cause always, always a villain somewhere? Yeah. <laughs> Except for Kingsman? Kingsman, where he was Merlin. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like, it's... he is He's always so good at being that calm, collected, oh, he's about to explode with rage kind of guy. Shazam. So, yeah. Except that's not a great movie. No. But... <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wasn't so. the worst movie? No. No, it was not the worst DC <laughs> movie. That was the original Suicide Squad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Wonder Woman 1984. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which is why we never did the <laughs> ranking. We all agree on it. <laughs> so. All right. So I was so new. I th- I think it's pretty messing. Um, I was with Jason Isaacs. Nice. Yeah. Same type of thing as Mark yeah. Strong. Yeah, I know, like, right? <laughs> yeah. He this, definitely like he looks evil. This and really he can good sound evil. evil British guy. Yeah. yeah. They do it well. Yeah. So, yeah. And he has... Yeah, you're right. He needs... They need They need to be in the movie more, and they, these bad guys need to be more menacing. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Especially him. Like, yeah, the like way... He's like, completely like, wasted. Yeah. yeah. And he should have been, like, right on their tails trying to find this place. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Well... Because they had the map. But there's that whole section where they're, like, shooting things and blowing stuff up out in the distance and they're yeah. like what is that and they're like oh no it's cortez and they're yeah. like well we'll just close it off and you guys won't need to deal with them but mm-hmm. they're like that should be something menacing like okay yeah. so you got the people in el dorado who've never probably seen a gun yeah and know what that is and here you got like men walking in with rifles that are well i guess they're one muskets at that time yeah. yeah still but still like those would be frightening as hell for them, yeah, definitely. Yes. Mm-hmm. Then again, if someone walked up with a musket on me, I'd be scared too. <laughs> Where did you get that? <laughs> ah, is that a crossbow? <laughs> hey, don't make fun of crossbows. No, crossbows are <laughs> dangerous. Okay. Next. Next is our chief, originally played by Edward James Almos, who most people would know from the rebank of Battlestar Galactica, I mm. think, uh, where he played... Oh, God, I forgot his name. I don't know. I never watched that show, but I do know he's in there. Um, it's going to bother me. Admiral William? Oh, Ad- Adama. William Adama, that's right. But I all know him as Gaff. He Blade was in Runner. Blade Runner. Okay. So I think you said that the other day, didn't you? Has no. to get to talk about Blade Runner again. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm just going to talk about the one character. Oh, so no. he got hired to be this this character and it was just supposed to be a regular character he was supposed mm-hmm. to tell Deckard something blah 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 but he thought it'd be fun and he asked really if he could do this to make up his own language for the part so he made up this language because James almost is he's multilingual yeah. so mm-hmm. he made up this language that had was composed composed of like French and Spanish and some Mandarin and English and he used it for the part and it just became this thing that oh he's the only person in the movie who speaks this weird language <laughs> yeah so i just thought that's fun i always thought that was a funny story <laughs> but he's he's a he's a prolific character actor oh, yeah. um but yeah so okay chris we are talking about the chief yes um i apologize i don't know if this is george or jorge um but it's like George Garcia. Do you okay. know who that is? Probably. Um, do you remember Lost? Not really. Okay. I do, somewhat. Um, he was on Lost. He played Hurley. Oh, I know. Oh, him. that guy. He's the bigger. Yeah, yeah I know. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I went with him because he is a bigger guy, um, and he is a comedian. Sorry, I'm not trying to be mean. Nope. The Hold chief on. Was a, yeah. Hold on. I had this complaint when we were watching the movie. Mm-hmm. 
How oh, yeah. is a man who lives on nothing but organic, homegrown food that fat? <laughs> they just keep feeding him, or he's like, eating the gold. He a, maybe he's eating pigs and whatnot, or he's also maybe he drinks a lot. Like maybe they have mead. Oh, maybe they would. It wouldn't they be totally mead, would. but yeah, well, no. they have but something they like that. Had something. Mm-hmm. But anyways, um, yeah. So I went with this guy because he kind of looks like he'd be. He looks like a jovial, and he's a comedian, so he would be kind of funny. But I wanted somebody that was just going to be like lighthearted for the role. Yeah, and then kind of still be like, "Hey, you know, come on." Yeah, I think that's yeah. important to the poor yeah. role. So I think he would play this part good. I just don't know if it's Jorge or George because it's J O R G E. Mm. Oh, what's his background? It might be Jorge. American. No, that doesn't help. Uh, it doesn't actually say. Does he okay. even say how he pronounces it? Uh, no. Okay. IMDb doesn't tell me a lot of stuff. Okay. But he was born in Nebraska, so. <laughs> cool. I'm All guessing right. it hits his parents. Yeah. Yeah. Because his uh, name is uh, George Fernando Garcia. Mm-hmm. So. But yeah. That okay. was mine. Who'd you have? So I kind of went with the same Jack idea um, for a person who is, you know, jovial and the fun-loving leader of this group. Um, but I went with, didn't go with someone who was fat. Aww. <laughs> it's not that. Okay, um, I went with Michael Pena. Mm-hmm. For all yeah. the reasons everybody would ever pick Michael Pena for a role. Didn't yeah. I pick him last week? You did. <laughs> what did I pick him for last um, week? Because he is just, he's so much fun oh, and he oh, has yeah. this vibrancy to the way he plays stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, especially whatever the hell his name's character is in Ant-Man. Lewis? Louise? Yeah. 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 Like, it's just... And that, that's kind of what I want for the Chief. Is just like this... Because you see him playing with the kids. You see him having fun. Like, he's mm-hmm. just happy to be there. Yeah. Right? So, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay, I didn't go fun-loving or anything, but... Uh, I would jackass. No, I'm not going <laughs> to bother saying her name because I can't. But she's an arcane. Okay. You know what I'm talking about, right? No. The one with the sexy voice. Oh, okay. You know what I'm talking about, <laughs> I right? I do. Uh, but you have okay. to try and say her name. No, I've tried <laughs> saying it before. You know who I'm talking about, right? She's that older woman. She's got that like, that the, awesome voice. The one that did Gozer's voice? Yes, yeah. recently. Yeah, and, it was Gozer. Um, we always talk about this. What was she in Destiny? Uh, oh, yeah, she was in Destiny, wasn't she? <sighs> Something Fe- 21. The no. future war cult, yeah. wasn't it? Because it's like yeah. Shohira... I got dash though. Like yeah. I cannot say that right. Yeah. Okay. She's Egyptian, right? I think so. Yeah. This is what I mean. I didn't really go for. I just went like because I love her voice. Well, see, that's and why... she looks like she sounds like someone because the chief is a was ruling them basically, yeah. right? But that's so... why putting it in this weird mystical land it doesn't really works better. It doesn't because matter it doesn't as much. really have to be specifically. Yeah. Right. Well, that's what it is. Lock-shi. It's just Lock-shi. Yeah. It's just it is. It is a mystical. It is a it is a place on the planet that we're not sure exists. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so I picked her cuz she she seems like someone who would be a chief who would want to be in charge of mm-hmm. people and she's awesome. Yeah, she's in charge of the uh Yeah. Earth government and the expanse. Okay, well there you go. And we it's all a, love it's her. It's a great show. <laughs> she was in the Punisher. <sighs> yeah, she was. The TV she's one. She's in a lot of stuff. Yeah, she because she's amazing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's a great voice. She's fantastic. Okay. But yes, Lakshmi. Next is our bad guy. Tetzelkan. Tetzelkan, originally played by Armand Desante. Who Shao remembers Khan. Armand Desante? Anybody? I think he was in something I've seen other than this. I'm amazed Chris doesn't know Armand Desante. Really? I probably do, but I don't recognize the voice. Does it the, help? The Would name. it help if I say I am the law? Oh. Okay, so what's this? So he was in the terrible Judge Dredd movie with Sylvester Stallone. He plays Judge Dredd's brother. Okay. (laughs) Interesting. And he he overacts the shit out of that movie. Oh yeah. Um who doesn't? (laughs) Yeah, it's not the point of Stallone doesn't overact anything. He underacts Uh, everything. uh, (laughs) Um but I know him from a weird made for TV movie about Odysseus mm. that I watched when I was a kid. I feel like I might have seen this movie too. Like, but... And he was Odysseus and it was sailing back home from the War of Troy to 
to Ithaca to his family, and I remember this. Is that I, like a whirlpool that had like a monster at the bottom? Yeah, like, I'm sure. It I was. Just, I remember. Yeah, like, I just right. I remember him from that, and I and then saw him in other things like Judge Dredd and stuff like that. But like he is not a good Judge Dredd. <laughs> no, not, not the Carl good Arbin. Yeah. Oh, that's a good one. Who never actually takes his helmet I off? I know, which is sad because it's Carl <laughs> no, Urban. No, because that's what Judge Dredd's I supposed know, to be. I know, but Carl Urban. So yeah. you've got to see his lips. Yeah, I know. There you go. Yeah. Anyway, that's why I know him. Okay. Tetzel Khan. Chris, who is your... I changed Tetzel Khan. Okay. I want to sell the Hayek. Okay. Okay. Because I think she could do a really good villain. Yeah. I'm sure she could. She was good in Eternals. Yeah. She was great in Eternals. Yeah. Technically, she wasn't that good. But then she was, if you think about it. <laughs> oh, she wasn't good. Yeah, I know. But she wasn't bad. Yeah. yeah. But, um... No, I just think having her, and then I think that way you can create a a, a different relationship to Shell. Hmm. Not that you need to go like a mother daughter or anything, but just like a high priestess and a whatever somebody working for the temple. Uh, yes. Old priest and a young priest. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> just brought it right back. Um, yeah, so I thought having her in this role at least that also creates a bit more of a. A power struggle between her and the chief. Yeah. Right. But yeah, Selma Hayek. Okay. Who'd you have? Um, I went with a fun bad guy. Oh. And I picked uh, Benicio del Toro. The collector. The collector. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Um, Looks like Javier Bardem. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I picked him mostly because of not just because of his roles from the collector, but like other roles I've seen him in, um, like Sicario. Mm-hmm. Where he's this, he's this super serious, like um, character because he's an amazingly good actor. Oh yeah, um, and it's really fun to see him play roles like the Collector, where he gets to be fun-loving and yes. jokey. But yeah, yeah. So I'm trying to think of what else I know him in. Benicio del Toro. Yeah. Star Wars. Yeah, I didn't like him in like, Star Wars though. <laughs> he's been in lots um, of things. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that's who I picked. Nice. It is now the next. Is it me? It's yeah, you. It's okay. Just talk over it. It's okay. okay. But they, they're used to it. Yeah. Our one listener is used to it. Yeah. Chill. Chill. Okay, I struggled she? with this one. So I, I went with someone who <laughs> has acted kind of sketchy before. Because that's the only thing I could do. She's going to end up unplugging this. Okay, she won't. There's no way she can unplug it. Okay. Okay, hold on a sec. Recording, and we're now? gonna go. Okay. Go. Um. So it was someone that played someone sketchy. So I with a uh, Diego Luna. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I I think I've only seen him in Rogue One, but he was not that like. He no, was he was kind of supposed to be this like black ops kind sleazy of sleazy kind of guy. So I kind of went in that direction. Plus, like, the, I'm still gonna keep the magic and stuff. Oh, so. Yeah. Yeah. So he'll have lots of magic and stuff, and I think that definitely needs to play a bigger part in this. A much bigger part, right? Yeah, I think it's just weird how it's like suddenly he's like, "Oh yeah, I forgot. I have all this magic. Let's I know. bring about the giant." Yeah, it was oh. a, little, yeah. a little weird. Yeah, yeah, because it could kind of like he could just do it, which is kind of the direction it should go. Like I could hmm. just take over and do what I want because you but guys I think, suck. I think that should be like okay. So the gods are here. Well, maybe that's what it is. Maybe I have to bring about the destruction and because exactly. these are the wrong gods. Yeah, yeah. right. Oh, the wrong gods came. Yes. Wrong kid died. Oh. Oh. Thanks, Dewey Cox. <laughs> All right. Have you not seen Dewey Cox? No. Isn't that like a really stupid movie? Yes. Yes. It's hilarious, though. I think it looked too stupid to watch. If I All remember. right. We're moving on. Yes. Moving on to Shell. Shell. Um, played by Rosie Perez. Mm. Yeah. At least voiced by Rosie Perez. Yeah. Who mm-hmm. all I know her for is the harley quinn movie recently yeah um i know she's just been she was this comedian back in the day or like not comedian but comedic actor okay like uh mm-hmm. white man can't jump but she's known for an untamed heart movies i've never seen before um, that sounds like a romantic one i don't know it's got christian slater in it so so scary romantic <laughs> because if you think about heathers yeah it's true <laughs> Um, but yeah, uh, Chris, who did you have? Oh, I 
I don't know if you guys are going to like it or not. I don't know if I like mine. I already hate it. <laughs> oh, it's Selena Gomez. Why would we hate that? I don't know. That's Maybe fine. Maybe you didn't like Selena Gomez. She has good music, and she's got to be at least somewhat good at acting, because she's she done a, a TV show with Steve didn't Martin. Didn't you think she's yeah. super sexy in that music video? The Oh, the one where she's in her lingerie the whole time? No, there's the, the one that she's doing it with uh, Blackpink. That's Selena Gomez, isn't oh, it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. But... She's wearing yeah, like no a shit. She, bikini and serving Every up ice cream. Every straight man thinks that's attractive. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with him on this one. <laughs> but there Every you go. straight man, most lesbians, yeah. some gay guys. It's the whole concept. Yeah. Right? It, has not, it yeah. doesn't even have anything to do with her, does it? No. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, there we go. Yes, I think she, she's she got some good acting to her. Because, um, yes, yeah, she's in that show with Steve Martin and... Martin Short. Martin Short. Which um, I still have to get around to watching. Me too. Is it really good? People like it, and then it's filming a second season, okay. so. Yeah. So, yeah. I think she would be great, and I kind of kept the three of them, Tulio, Miguel, and Shell, all around the same age, so they all kind of fit into this age group. So, yes, Selena Gomez. Okay. No, Fred yeah. disagrees with you. Okay, well then let's hear what uh, Asa has to say. Um, I went with Gina Rodriguez. Okay. Um, oddly enough, I picked her for her voice. <laughs> Even though I'm doing a, a live I'm action film. I'm trying to think of who that is. She played Carmen Sandiego on that oh. Netflix Carmen Sandiego show. Oh, but show. she's been in something else too, hasn't she? She was in Annihilation. She's been in okay. Big Mouth. Maybe I'm thinking Big Mouth. Um, yeah, like she's she's... You know, other yeah. stuff. But I really liked her in Annihilation. I thought that movie was an incredibly well-filmed movie. Um, but yeah, I picked her more for the role of Carmen Sandiego. Yeah. Because Carmen say. Sandiego really kind of was this... Even though she was a kid's cartoon, she kind of had this sexiness air about the way she spoke about stuff. So, Kind of like Miss Frizzle is always that super sexy Miss Frizzle, right? Who endangers all of her kids. And then <laughs> I know. The worst but best teacher ever. Yeah. She's a time lord. Yes, it's true. That's why. <laughs> yeah. That's why the kids are never in real danger. I know. Yeah. Because the time lord's never lost to anybody. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> okay. Who do you have? All right. So I was actually looking up Colombian people, so this person apparently is Colombian. Um, I'm going to say the name wrong. Sofia Vergara. Sofia Vergara? Yes. She's Colombian. Yeah, yeah, okay. And much she's a very attractive woman. Much older. Yeah. I didn't care about the age. Okay. So, but the thing is with my guys, they're going to admire her more. Mm. You'll have to wait till I, I tell you who my okay. Tulio and Miguel are. Yes. Sofia Vergara. Yes. Um, so, yes. Vergara? Vergara. Is that how you say it? I, I the, the thing is, like, I try to pick people I've seen stuff in. I've only seen her in Chef. Yeah, she was good in that. Yeah, Modern I like that family. movie. We don't I, watch I haven't watched family. that. But yeah, You've so I'm going to have it so that they are admiring, like, how gorgeous and wonderful she is. Yeah, makes sense. When you'll see that when I get to my, my guys. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Sounds good. You know, and you need, I still, like, have her wear the sexy outfit, obviously. That's if she wants to. Well, yeah. whatever she feels comfortable <laughs> she in. Is, how what, about that? 50-something? Well, yes. Yeah. Yeah. These are my life goals. I want to look really good when I'm older. People still think I'm in my 20s, mm -hmm. so... People think Chris is 48. I yeah. know. Poor Chris. <laughs> it's the white in the beard. Can't do anything about it. Yeah, Kay. that's what it is. Um, <laughs> Miguel. Do we want to do them together? Yeah, we can sure. if you want. Just makes more sense because they're going to go together. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So Miguel was played by Kenneth Branagh, who is amazing. Yes. yes. Gilroy Lockhart. He directed the first Thor movie. He directs a lot of stuff, and he's usually mm. in the stuff that he's, he's directed. Yeah. Shakespeare. Yep. Shakespearean actor. Yeah. He's a talented man. Yes, he's he a good bad guy, too. He's, he's really good tenant. He's a great bad guy. He, in tenant, he was scary. Yeah. Wasn't he's he so knighted? Uh, no. He? I think he's Just sir. says Kenneth Branagh. No, I think he's a sir, though. Says sir? Just, Kenneth Branagh? Anyways. Yes. And Kevin Klein. Yes. Tulio. Mm -hmm. yeah. Kenneth Charles Branagh. Yeah. Yep. So... Those two are great together. I know. Like, that whole opening sequence with them... With yep. the fight, with the sword fights. Yep. That's yeah. great. And then... Yes, it's a great their, romance. Their song, their song's really good. Yep. Which I kind of want to keep in the movie. Yeah. 
um, updated, of course. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yes, so. they, they pretty much saved this movie from being completely obscure and fading away. So mm-hmm. We should do a fish well, called that, Wanda. They are, the be- they are the whole point of this movie being good, honestly. Yes. Yeah. Because like, like I said, the story's well, just kind of... There's eh. so many memes now from this movie. Like oh, that's yeah. That's where you see most of them. Because there's the both... When they're like, both? Both. Yeah. Both. Yeah, yeah. Right, we'll take that's both. one of the best ones. Yeah. There's so many. Yeah. yeah. Their banter and everything. Mm. And All right. So for my Miguel, I went with Lucas Till. Is that? From X-Men First Class? Yep. Okay. okay. <laughs> played Scott Summers. No, no, not no. Scott. He played... He played the older Summers boy. Yeah, the older Summers. He also played MacGyver. He played Havoc. The one who... Did the hula hoop of energy? But he does also play currently. Well, he plays MacGyver now mm-hmm. on the revamped MacGyver. Okay. Whatever. Only one MacGyver. Whatever. Okay. Yes. Richard I don't. Know, I've never seen any of that. <laughs> Get out. I've never watched Stop any it. of it. I have Get literally never watched any <laughs> MacGyver. <laughs> who? Who? I else? know the Family Guy meme, mm-hmm. or not meme, the Family Guy thing. Mm-hmm. Or d- didn't Peter send him like a? A something clip yeah, and yeah. Just like to fix something and yeah <laughs> anyway so yes lucas till is my miguel and then tulio i went with daniel radcliffe <laughs> okay <laughs> yeah because they're about they're all about the same age yeah uh, and tulio's more of the straight man i would say and miguel's more of the like i love everything around me mm-hmm. so i think yeah having them do that and daniel radcliffe's done some weird shit movies yep. <laughs> he's a weird guy yeah but you know what he doesn't have to be good anymore he's just oh. he's still harry potter but yeah he will always but be harry he, he can is... totally play up this like scam artist guy in this mm-hmm. one i can just see him being this like straight man he is a short man with big man energy like mm-hmm. he's like five foot four or something five five well, that's short it's shorter than you yes yeah. i'm tall for a woman you know that right sure you keep telling yourself that it's true. <laughs> okay. Who'd you have, Hassa? Um, because, of, of course, I wanted my characters to be British, I picked two young British men. Um, why are you looking at me like that? Because <laughs> you have this weird look on your face. Um, like, I know. <laughs> for Miguel, I went with Tom Holland. Yeah. Because, okay. like, he has that fun-loving energy that yeah. we love him as Spider-Man yep. as. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to guess he's going to have his accent. They both have their accents. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And uh, for Tulio, I picked Taron Edgerton. Okay. Um, because like he also has that from like the Kingsman and stuff. Like yeah. he was such a good kind of like together character, right? Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I think they'd be good together. Plus, I know Taron Edgerton can sing really, really well. Um, so I don't I, know if Tom well, Holland can sing, but whatever. Tom Holland can dance. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Yeah. Yes, he can. Actually. He can. Can he sing? I've never seen him in a movie where he can sing, so. I don't know. I'm sure he can. All these, I'm sure they just all these get stupid kids. You can, can still get, you can still have them act out like they're singing, and you can still get people, yeah. someone to cover like, that. Tara they do Edgerton it all the time. literally played Elton John. No, I know. He can, he can definitely <laughs> and sing. amazingly, he played <laughs> yes. Elton John. So, like, yeah. I don't know. I just think That's they're, I th- I'm just, I can picture in my head the chemistry these two can have mm-hmm. together, and I, I, I enjoy it. So, yeah. Who do you have? All right. Mine gets interesting. Okay. I picked Kate McKinnon as Miguel and Aquafina as Tulio. (laughs) So they're going to be dressing like men and basically playing as men or like tomboys. This is going to be a weird movie. This is an SNL skit made into a movie. (laughs) This is what they would they would pretty much make on a sketch show. Yeah, I know. Like, I think it's going to be great. We're on the road to El Dorado. Kate McKinnon, get in here. <laughs> we're not giving you any lines. <laughs> just come up with them. This is the episode where Aquafina hosts, but they just have a special guest star, Sofia Vergara. <laughs> well, Kate McKinnon's so funny and so weird sometimes. Like, that sketch you just recently sent me where, like, she's dealing with the iguana. <laughs> So it made me think of that. And, like... Well, it's a commercial they did on SNL about how it's... 
it's okay and it feels okay to be gay now because yeah. the world has accepted them. Yeah. But now there's, I have to deal with other weird things. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> and like the thing she has to deal with is this iguana that she bought for her daughter that yeah. they don't want anymore. Yeah. She's like, now this iguana has taken over my life. Yeah. <laughs> Still think her making um, Ryan Gosling break oh, in yeah. the oh. alien abduction oh, yeah. ones. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They all broken that. Yes. She broken that. And that she doesn't was, break that often. That was great. Yeah. Yeah, so I want. I thought I've always wanted to see these two together, and I thought it'd be so funny. And then, for for Chell, I think they'll just admire and like be like, "Oh, I wish I could like be like you and stuff like that," and just be like totally mm-hmm. weird about that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of like more um, of like a mentor then. Yeah, yeah. Like, but like you know, like in How I Met Your Mother, how Robin? No, it wasn't Robin. It was um. It was kind of like she was like. Oh, where Allison Hannigan's character it was, was kind of like. Always kind of super attracted like to Robin. in lesbians with her, so yeah. I kind of want them to, like, especially Tulio kind of playing that up and, like, really admiring him. And then, yes, they're going to be dressed as, like, men and, like, be tomboyish and stuff. Mm-hmm. And that's part of their con, you know. People think to get, they're men. Yeah, think they're men right. when they're going around tricking people. They're really beautiful men. <laughs> Very beautiful Thank you. men. Thank you. <laughs> Do you want to throw uh, some dice? Seven. Seven. Yes, so that that's my direction. And come on, you can go really raunchy and super yeah, adult. You definitely with this. could with that. Yes, and I just want them to go for it. Yeah, It'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> They're okay. very funny okay. women. Yeah, sounds no, hilarious. Um, that's it for Road to El Dorado. The road to El Dorado. Mm-hmm. where can they find us? At uh, Facebook at Recasted, Twitter at Recasted Pod. Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, yeah, Amazon. I guess we're on, yeah, mm-hmm. on all sorts of stuff, everywhere. Yep. Okay, Chris, where can I find you? Find me on Etsy at the Canuck Comic Guy Store, as well as on Instagram. You like never post. I, I, I have a ton <laughs> of stuff too that I need to start posting. Where can they find? Then where can they find you? Oh, you can find me on Instagram as at uh, as well on. Ugh, I can't talk. A few and a beer. Yes. Sounds good. There we go. Got it out. I'm not going to spell it anymore. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Go back. Well, I, think, I think we got it <laughs> enough times. Yeah. All right. Well, that's the first of non, non-Disney non animations. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. And next week, we're going to bring up some bad memories from <laughs> your childhood. <laughs> I've never uh, seen this I one, though. Wait. I can't wait to rewatch this. Like. <laughs> it's been like 20 yeah 25 it's years it's it's like tra- since i was a child hasn't it traumatized children or oh, something yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. i'll point the scenes out when we get to them oh, I'm, I'm sure i'll figure it out by watching it maybe yeah just all might right. not have the same impact yeah. well from all of us here at recasted go watch the brave little toaster